You are now listening to Small Monster Podcast. But if I did every show like that, would you? I'd cut it out. That would be a little more. All 28 minutes of it? I, yeah. I would just go back to a previous episode where you like <laughs> talk like a normal human being. Where and I just didn't do edit that. that in. Yeah. Where I didn't do that. You know. It's amazing what you can do with technology nowadays. Wacky morning radio. Welcome to the large show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Small Market Podcast with your host, Watucky and Hoffman. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing real good, Hoffman. How you doing? <laughs> Fantastic. I can't believe you even had to ask. Right? It's playoff football. This is my it is. one of my favorite times of the year. So, which will bring us to an announcement later on, right? Oh, or yeah. Sh- or should we announce it right now? What do you think? No, you can wait. till It's up to you. I don't really care. I can't wait. I'm excited I'm gonna... for it because I like gambling, but it's up to yeah. you. Well, you know what? I'll announce it now, and then we'll... We'll reference it throughout the show. You can explain it like you had to explain money to Tim. (laughs) Exactly. So in a free market, you know. (laughs) So how money works. The labor is traded for the capital, which we use to. Sometimes daddy goes to work, you know. (laughs) Stop (laughs) it. Okay. I'm not going down that rabbit hole with you. (laughs) I was trying to trap you. Anyways, so we have, this happens every year. Show it for our, our Facebook live audience here. I know it Bam. looks super, super professional, this is, right? This is about as professional as we get, Hoffman. <laughs> the finest cardboard in all the land. That's right. The king's cardboard. <laughs> the Griffin's Claw. Uh, made from Griffin's Claw boxes. IPA boxes, yeah. right? Anyways, this we do this every year. This is the the small market first podcast. annual first annual small market podcast Super Bowl Board of Justice. We do this every year, though, you just said. But then you're like, it's the first annual. First annual. It's, <laughs> what it's is it, always, Hoffman? What is it? It's always redundant when you do it the first time. But trust me, they I, the first annual, whatever. I've been doing a board <laughs> forever. But you have been, yes. This, this is, is the, the first, first year, year that I'm, I'm dubbing it the Small Market po- Podcast Board of Justice. So I'm giving it a name. The Small Market Podcast is sponsoring it. Board of Justice. Board of Justice. The Board of Justice. (laughs) No. Okay. I'm not going to. I won't do that anymore. I promise. We have three boards, though. We have a $3 board. A $5 board. (laughs) And a $10 board. You already got names on the $5 board, huh? Well, a couple. Yeah, because... So this person, this was uh, Miss Deb Davidson and her husband Bill. They they printed out these boards and taped them to the cardboard for me. So I felt like it was only fair that I let them pick their squares first. Doesn't matter. There's no numbers on any of these boards oh, yet. Yeah. The board, the numbers don't get filled in until the board is filled completely. So for anybody who doesn't know how Super Bowl squares are are done, there's a hundred squares. $3 board, for example, 100 squares, $3 a square, you buy a square, and we put your name in there, and then once I've sold all 100 squares, I fill them in with numbers 0 through 9 on each side. I'll have, we'll have either Kyneth or my niece Aria yeah. draw the numbers to make it fair and random. 
Arya seems like she's probably more trustworthy than Kyneth. Yeah, but she hasn't drawn out, you know, the squares to help her uncle win any of these quarters. So it doesn't, we might be going with (laughs) Kyneth for at least two of these boards. So anyways, um, and then according to the, the score... During the game, uh, during the Super Bowl, the big game, say uh, at the end of the first quarter, it's 14 to 7. And we got a 4 here and we got a 7 here. So then we line those up. Oh, that square. Oh, that square says Andy Wataki. What do you know? Then Andy wins that square. Yeah. Yeah. For that quarter. And we do the same thing at halftime for the second end of the second quarter, end of the third quarter, and the end of the fourth quarter. And... Um, we'll have a pot of $300 for the $3 board, of course. And uh, so the, the quarter payout for each each quarter, there'll be four quarters, is $75. So Andy would win 75 bucks. That's how that works for the $3 board. Andy's doing the math right now, trying to figure it out. I've already done it. Have you put, already, a, put in the, my totals and my payouts at the oh, bottom of each one. Okay, yeah. that's what I so want you don't know. have to do your math. What so, is that on a $10 board? Because I, well, I want the big one. We're, we're getting to that. For the $5 board, the total pot is $500. So for each quarter, you could win $125. For the $10 board, like you were curious about, $1,000. onies. Wow. The payout is $250 a quarter. And you can win multiple quarters. It's happened before. I don't like it um, because it's, I, it just doesn't feel fair, but there's no way to fairly. I think know, that's fair. You know what you're getting into when you put your money down. Yeah. but Expect to lo- be prepared to lose it. Be prepared to lose you know. it. And well, if you win, great. And if nice, you win multiple, even better. The nice thing is you're nobody's spending too much money. You're never, you know, you could buy 10 squares at $100 on the $10 board, mm-hmm. you know, 10 squares, 10 times 10, that's $100. Yeah, that's good and math. And you win a, <laughs> <laughs> even for a journalism major from yeah. CMU, and you win a square and you've won $250. Then you could win like the third quarter or or even like at halftime. In a half, you can make $500. That's your mortgage or rent. You yeah, know? I'd that's... take a week off after that. Tell I... my boss I'm not coming in. Bro, I'd retire. Okay. Really? I, oh, wow. Life will be set if I win two quarters on the ten dollar board. I won't even. I I'll sponsor the podcast and rename it the AJ yeah. Hoffman Small Market Podcast. Just put your name of right justice. on the front. Yeah, AJ of justice. Hoffman, yeah, AJ Hoffman Small Market Podcast of Justice. All right. AJ Hoffman Small Market. AJ Hoffman's five hundred dollars small market podcast of justice. It's getting long. We'd have to abbreviate. Do we have to? Oh yeah, for TikTok we'll for have TikTok to, because purposes, we only yeah. have like fifteen seconds or sixty seconds. Yeah, and you whatever. spend like half of it just putting the name out there. Yeah, I spend about three or four minutes just trying to say the title of my new podcast. Name, yeah. So yeah. Anyways, those are the Super Bowl boards. Uh, Bill and Deb are on there already. Only because, well, on the $5 board, and they've got one square on the $10 board, only because they helped me make the darn thing. So, but other than that, the field's open for all three boards and get a hold of me. I accept Venmo, Apple Pay, PayPal, and cash, of course. Cash is king. Cash is king, yes, sir. So, anyways, we wanted to talk about some sports. Let's segue that into NFL football. 
the we're currently watching the Ravens and the Titans. The Ravens and the Titans. It looks like it's tied up. Yep. Halftime. You were just asking me before we started the show, why are the Browns and the Steelers playing again? Did they play last week? Not why they are. It just annoys me that they are. Because last week, they didn't play Roethlisberger. They're trying to give some of their guys rest, so they, I want to say they gave the Browns the win, but they basically did. Um, And now you're turning around the next week and you're playing them again, but this time in the playoffs. It just seems like it could be a recipe for disaster. Sure. Do you think sure. so? Yeah. I don't know. It just anno- it annoys me. I'm like, come on. It could be, but now this is... The, that's why I like the playoffs so much. You wouldn't want to face them again. Like if they're gonna, if they're like if you know going into that game, if they win, that you're possibly facing them. Why wouldn't you want to just well, play your guys that you, way? You, you kind of you kind of know what you're stepping into, with the exception of oh, Roethlisberger is playing. This you weekend. wouldn't do that in the baseball now, maybe, playoffs. Maybe maybe Chase Claypool is playing now or whatever. Baseball's a whole different animal. It is, but you you wouldn't duff a game in the regular season knowing that your play-in game or whatever is going to be against the same team because you don't want to place the same team twice. Like it just doesn't make sense. I don't True. know. I don't know. I... Whatever. It just kind of it kind of annoyed me. I seen it and it kind of annoyed me. But if in week sixteen or seventeen they aren't playing the regular players, what does it matter, right? Right. Whatever. Yeah. No, I get you. It's and that kind of brings you to another point as far as like, well, is the regular NFL season too long, right? Is is sixteen games too long? Is seventeen games too long? Because at week sixteen or seventeen, we kind of know what's who your teams are, who your teams are, who's getting into the playoffs. Then again, there's teams you know that come up to the. I was gonna say like the Lions, not like the Lions, no. because they're nowhere close to making the playoffs. The teams that are on the fringe of making the playoffs. And they need that week sixteen or seventeen. Unlike, well, yeah, like like Washington, right? Unlike the Steelers, who uh, yeah, they're in, you know, or Tampa Bay, yeah, they're in. Teams that you just know, right? Teams that you just know. So, although then again, Tampa Bay was that was a wild card game yesterday, wasn't it? I think so, but so I don't know. But Tom Brady won. Tom Brady won. He moves on. He was playing a, a Washington team that's. I don't know how they were even in contention, you know. That, it, by you get your you you let go of Dwayne Haskins and you got Alex Smith is injured, yeah, <laughs> and you got Heineke was that was your option? Your, he played great though. I mean, like play for great. stepping in in that scenario to play. Here comes the guy that lives next door <laughs> for stepping yeah. in. For stepping in in that scenario, yeah, we're recording. Yeah, but that's Tim, okay. That's, Tim, you that's just right. go ahead Facebook and walk right through. Just, just this is You're a guy. Be on Facebook. It's fine. This is a there guy on the go. couch. <laughs> if you watch Half Bake, he's our guy on the couch. Um, <laughs> is Domino's delivering yet? Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need a half gallon of chocolate ice cream. <laughs> exactly. See you later, Tim. We'll talk to you later, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what my life I, is. I just I lost my train of thought here <laughs> at that point. Like, yep. <laughs> just, yeah. is James gonna come through now? <laughs> no, James. James shut the door. James. Oh, okay. James is very self aware of the situation. He is. He is. Yeah. 
So <laughs> I forget what these I was guys going, wait but... until we're recording and then they they're like, oh, time to interrupt. Yep. Time yeah. to go get some food. We're coming in. <laughs> Must sustain life. So, anyways, yeah. But he came in in a tough situation. Tim did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, I... Oh, Heineke. I oh, we're we're back to talking about sports. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He came into kind and of, and he a, played a, great. He did. He played very well, considering the circumstances. Yeah, that he was that he was thrust into. Was this his, his first game starting? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty darn good. Then, yeah. yeah. Um, that was to me that was the least entertaining game of the day. And I'm a big Tom Brady fan. I enjoy watching him, mm-hmm. but um, but Tom Brady's that, never been overly flashy. No, but that was that you was know, the value. Gonna... I always, you're watching a good team play a crap team. I always loved watching Brady versus Peyton Manning. To me, that was the oh, those games were that was like Clash of the Titans every single time those two play. Well, yeah. Um, so now when Brady plays, it's not that it's not exciting. You're kind of watching, just you're enjoying watching a legend in action. And there's not going to be too many more times where you're going to get to watch somebody doing what he does best. Like a, appreciating someone at that level or that has achieved this level. Yeah, he's kind of in the twilight of his career. Mm-hmm. But it's still... You're still watching Tom Brady. You're still you're watching He's, Michael Jordan number forty five. Okay, so let's bit. say hypothetically Tom Brady makes it to the Super Bowl in the NFC, representing the NFC. Does it take away a little bit of the feeling you get like when he was playing with the Patriots, it was like this dynasty that mm-hmm. we've never seen before in our lifetimes. And it was Tom Brady at the helm. Now if Tom Brady is playing for Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, yeah, it's still Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. It's a little more of a stoic but, feeling, but, I feel. But is it, does it feel, do you feel well, like a little let down that it's not with the dynasty that he had built I with do. Belichick I in do. New England? I'll, I'll be honest because I, to me, seeing him in that uniform and it's just a visual thing, I guess, and maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, but just seeing... Brady in a, a New England Patriots uniform is such a stoic image. It feels that good. Number twelve, it's yeah, just that, and it's intimidating. I'm like, oh yeah, you're not beating that guy. And he, yeah. he had this game face on. It looks bizarre seeing him in a Tampa Bay, you know, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay jersey, and like, ah, uh, yeah, this is a. This is cool. It's Tom Brady. Like I want him to it's be cool. there. It's Tom Brady, and you know, you, but, but it's it's less it's... intimidating to me than seeing him in in that that blue jersey and silver helmet and this like game face that like you don't want to mess with. I think you I think you're right there. It's less intimidating. He feels yeah. in, in a Tampa Bay jersey. He feels human. I think yeah. if, you're, if you're looking at him, maybe from a defensive standpoint, it's like he's he's the greatest, but he's but when he's in that Patriots uniform and it's cold out and you're watching their line line up and Tom Brady's behind center, it's like at any point he just takes over the game. That's at the any perfect point, way of describing it. At that, any point yeah. the Patriots just instill their will on you. And, you know, the, it, it's been going on for almost two decades until he decided to leave where it's just like. 
just a dominant force. And, and, and I was just weird. It's a weird feeling to me. You described it perfectly by saying he looks human in a Tampa Bay jersey. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he does. He doesn't command that, you know, he's going to take over this game. That intimidation factor. Yeah. You know, yep. like uh, Mike Tyson coming to the ring and, you know, black trunks. It's you're not beating that guy. Michael Jordan stepping onto the court, you know, in his warm ups, even with that goofy music. I always thought that was goofy. Yeah. But coming on to that, it didn't matter what was playing on the on the PA him coming up. I'm not beating him. And and he's his teammates are Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Yeah. but then flash forward to Jordan in the Wizards jersey. Exactly. And it's like, he's, he's, yeah, he's the greatest of all time, but he feels oh, human yeah. in this jersey because it's the Wizards. They're like clowns. Yeah, At that time period, they're like clowns in the NBA. It feels like he's he's reaching for something that once was, and his ego won't let him, won't let him understand that, like, this isn't what you, 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 you aren't Superman. You know, Damn. you're not Superman anymore. You're uh, now you're just a guy in a regular jersey, a exactly. number twenty-three jersey or a number twelve jersey, and that it, it, he feels very much human. It feels unnatural. Like even like seeing Lamar Jackson right now. I know he's so young; he's what two, three years into the league. But seeing him in that number eight Ravens jersey, it just fits. It feels like it's it's like a well tailored suit. Brady in the town, Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay jersey and like it just feels kind of makeshift and thrown clunky on and a little clunky um that's not to even, say they can't be successful it just no and it's just not intimidating he's still Tom Brady but like I mean even Peyton Manning and I'm more of a Brady guy but even Peyton Manning going from Indy to Denver it felt like oh he leveled up it looks like he got bigger and stronger and fat i know I'll, he's older but yeah. it it, did, it feels... doesn't feel quite the way it was but right. but maybe that's the perception you have of each individual franchise so like tampa bay's franchise you probably look back at their corny 1990s uniforms and when they weren't any good and that's what you think of mm-hmm. as just a casual novice right whereas you know the Broncos, John Elway, Mile High Stadium, they had their franchise has a better legacy, so when he goes to that franchise, it doesn't feel as corny. The, you know, good point. That's that's a good if point. If like, like let's say if Jordan went to I don't know, like the Lakers, you you wouldn't say the same thing like, oh, you you wouldn't have the same feeling you did when he went to the Wizards. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be the same scenario. Well, and you know what's strange is it's LeBron James going from team to team to team. He's had, what, four or five different teams. Mm-hmm. Even going from Cleveland to Miami, I'm like, oh, he leveled up. you know. Yeah, and well, then, he did. Then going from Miami back to Cleveland, I'm like, shoot, he's back and he looks better than he did. I, he looks bigger and stronger. Well, he's in the prime of his career. He's He's, the he his wasn't career. in the twilight of it. Now he goes to from Cleveland to what? Did he go to Los Angeles after Cleveland again? Yeah, I believe. Okay. So he goes to Los Angeles. I'm like, but nobody's stopping him. He, but he that just might as I think well just the franchise, the... even though he's later parts of his career, and, and I don't mean that like he's in the twilights because he's still absolutely dominant. Right. But it's you know, you're quite a ways into your career. 
he's paired himself with a franchise that has a legacy to it. So you, so it actually boosts him. That's a good feel. point. But like I, to me, he is such a name that it feels like, oh no, now this is the prime of his career. Oh, now Los Angeles is the prime of his career, and I feel like he's too big to be in Los Angeles. Like L.A. doesn't deserve him. Which is completely false. Yeah, That's which is crazy to right say. Because who who would you say then does? Right, you know exactly. I mean? You know, you would expect him to, okay, well, maybe he goes to to Dallas or, or a, a team that's completely out of you. Like when Peyton Manning went to Denver, it, to me, uh, I thought, why did he go there? You know, and I thought a similar thing with why did Brady go to ta- to Tampa Bay? But it makes sense if you look at their, their contracts, the environment, the team that they know is going to be surrounding them and that's how they're going to be able to achieve what they want to with what they want. Well, like, okay, maybe Brady really wants a really good offensive line and he saw that in Tampa Bay and that's why he wanted to go there. Besides just it's beautiful weather and it's Tampa Bay who wouldn't want to work there, you know? But to me, I thought, why did Peyton Manning want to, trade indy for <laughs> for denver i thought now nah, nothing wrong with denver beautiful city and stuff but like it's cold and like it's not that the culture is so much better in denver right you know and well, you got john but, elway in your front office i mean a guy that's been there i think what he he's sold doing. him on it and he and he must have seen oh i've got weapons there to throw to right mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know um, if you disagree with any of this, I that'd be awesome. Send messages <laughs> to Andy Watucky at uh, the Small Market Podcast at Gmail dot com. Thanks, Hoff. Care of Andy Watucky again. That's care of Andy Watucky. Let him know why he was wrong. All right, all right, all right. Okay, Hoff. all right. We'll be right back with a little bit of Small Market Podcast right after this. Watucky here from the Small Market Podcast, encouraging you to support those who support us. Visit Heather and Holly in downtown Midland, 228 East Main Street, for your finest chocolate needs. Also, visit Good Sense Coffee at goodsensecoffee.com. Listeners, use promo code SMALLMARKET at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. Yeah, that a little, a little bit, so you can at least hear yourself this is our i'll show this one more time these are our super high-tech boards what's the official name of those the small market podcast super bowl board of justice of justice we've got three of them we've got a a three dollar board a five dollar board and a this many board (laughs) if you're like tim parton yeah so yeah each square costs either on the first board, $3, $5, or this many. Or two hands worth. Yeah. So that that much capital is needed. It's a lot. You know. Yeah. So that's the last plug I'll, I'll plug right. on the, throw, the board. Throw them out. Throw them out. Yeah, dude, just like David Letterman, right? Yeah, I just. I don't want to knock over. Flick them out there. Yeah. Don't knock over the beer. Yeah. All right. Oh, I hope I didn't throw the envelopes with them. There's only a little bit of money in there. Anyways, so. <laughs> Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Small Market Podcast. Oh, yeah. 
with your host with Tucky and Hoffman. 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 <laughs> I'm feeling like powdered a, toast man. <laughs> I'm feeling like a superhero because I'm feeling good after the message with Tucky and I just got. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit with Tucky? No, I'll yeah. let you. I gotta hold up one second. I forgot to plug in the laptop. So we're still recording, but okay. my battery's starting to get That's low. Fine. So just okay. give me a second. So here. I'll talk about it while Watucky is um is is doing take care and taking care of technical stuff. But while we were on break, we got a text message from my favorite guest from uh our our uh, our friend Herschel Cobb, the grandson of Ty Cobb, and he sent us this message about we'll post the video as well. But a um, uh, a video of there's a gentleman who has a company who he he makes baseballs or he etches baseballs of different favorite players. Um, we saw one of Willie Mays and Pudge Rodriguez and Warren Spawn, and there's one and he apparently does one of his grandfather Ty Cobb, which is pretty cool. And um, Wataki, just as I'm transitioning or. Trying to plug stuff in. Um, can you speak into the microphone and tell us what the name of that, that website yeah. was real well, quick? Well, he had said it was artbyanthony.com. However, if you search, so I searched artbyanthony.com. It came up as the official website, have you seen my baseball.com? So yeah. you, I'm assuming you can just type in have you seen my baseball.com and it'll take right to that, which is what I did. And yeah, he's got a lot of really cool stuff on there, and you can commission him for for custom baseballs. That's pretty neat. Um, if there's yeah. something that you see that he's not selling, and it's really really cool, really really high quality stuff. Yeah, the very cool. So if you if we wanted to make a baseball of Kineth, that'd be kind of cool, right? No, uh, not yet. Too soon. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. I gotta see. Let's I gotta see like years. the cost on it to see. I, just, I I want one of like him on the sidelines behind the goal. Just yeah, just pouting you know, because just pouting. he got yelled at by the defenseman for exactly not doing his job. It's like that. Yeah, that was an ordeal. <laughs> yep, but that'd be a great baseball. Make for an awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, have you seen my baseball dot com? That's and we will post the the video Mr. Cobb sent us on Instagram and Facebook. We're go, we're Instagram live right now. This is the first time we've ever done this. Given it a try, we haven't posted in a little while. Obviously, it's going smooth with not having the laptop plugged in. Just me j- knocking over bottles behind me, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. What a train wreck. We're taking care of business though. Wataki. We wanted to talk about some uh, some moves in baseball, correct? Yeah. So what what's going on in baseball? What's what kind well, of I mean, moves the, the did big, you want to talk about? Well, the big story obviously is your Mets, man, oh, picking yeah. up Lindor. Yep. Lindor, that was I was shocked at first. I thought it was a prank because I heard it on the radio, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Really? That's that's huge." I I thought it was huge because the guy is still in the prime of his career. Going to, and I didn't even think about it, but like earlier this morning, thinking, who else do the Mets have? Oh, they got Pete Alonzo. Yeah. We got like, we've. Who else do they have? Never have the Mets, like, in my years of watching them, have they ever had uh, more than one superstar at a time? You know, there's been fan favorites or guys that I've enjoyed watching, like Edgardo Alfonso or Ray Ordonez. And then they had Mike Piazza, you know, 
Yeah. And then, like, after that, they had, like, Pedro Martinez and stuff. And he wasn't even a superstar with for the Mets at the time. He was, like, he his claim was during uh, his Red Sox run. Anyways, the Mets usually don't get more than one superstar on a team at a time. And Pete Alonso is a superstar. Francisco Lindor, if you didn't think he was a superstar before or didn't know who he was before, you will this season. Um, he's made it to a World Series. I he's think, a four-time All-Star. I think Lindor is a—that's a pretty viable name. That's so, a hell of a pickup. I mean, they're—obviously, they're in the NL East. They were second to last, though, in the NL East. I mean, do you see them challenging the Braves for the top spot next year? If not, it'll certainly be exciting. It'll certainly be exciting to watch. And you get, like, two or more players on a team like that, and they feed off each other. And that's kind of what what they need is like a a burst of energy. Last year the Dodgers did it with uh, bringing in Mookie, and I was like, "Oh, this should be it. This is this will put them over the top." Sure enough, you know, in a game like today, like with baseball, there's no you can't carry a team like I mean, even it's not fair to say it in base basketball like LeBron, but a superstar like that. He can carry a team. He can carry a team, though. I mean, you've got five guys on the court. It's a small enough game. It's small enough, you know, player setting that he, he can carry a team. It's harder to do that in football. It's harder to do that in baseball. But uh, someone like like Lindor and Alfonso, what that does for morale, what that does for the team, like the talent, everything. Oh, it's just a. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> easy, excited. Easy I'm there, so Hoffman. excited. I don't. I'm. You got to talk me off the ledge of of you know purchasing season tickets for the Mets. I don't even live in New York. Yeah, but that should be reason enough. Exactly. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> what do you think about the Tigers picking up Robbie Grossman, two year deal? What What are your thoughts it on didn't, that? That didn't even cross. I mean, my obviously, radar, obviously, that's not anywhere's in the realm of a Lindor, but just because we live in that market. You know what I mean? Like, that's my team. I get the Mets are yours, but that's my team. I live in that market my whole life. Like, I know, but honestly, I don't even know who Robbie Grossman is. And it didn't cross my radar at all. It really didn't. I'm I'm excited about other guys on that team. I like Nico, and I just, I like watching him play. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I think that's going to be fun. I Jacoby Jones is like he's been heating up the last year or two. I'm looking for him next year yeah. to really have his breakout year that separates him from the pack and and puts him in a position to be a premier outfielder. Yeah, and to be consistent in the American League, to be consistently exactly. healthy. You know, that's what it is for him. Is you need to be consistently healthy, but he also needs to be a consistent hitter. He shows spurts where he is phenomenal and you're like oh my goodness this guy is going to be an absolute he's going to be an all-star perennial all-star every year but then he goes into slumps where you're like why is this guy not in triple a right you know what i mean and so he's he's a mainstay for the tigers but it's a very poor tigers team yeah but i think this is the year where he kind of finds his consistency and really cements himself among the the good outfielders in the american league at least in the central Baseball can start soon enough, and it's just going to be interesting to watch um, all the things that are – there's just a lot of 
young new talent coming in and like that Randy Arozarena. I kind of for me he's kind of a new villain yeah, and I kind of enjoyed, you know, rooting against him I don't think because I'd I wanted to villain. see the well, cuz I like me, him. You know what I mean? Like if if you're liked by a lot of people, you can't be a villain. I'd say he's just kind of a he's very punk rock in in the way he goes about things. Uh, true, you know, true. But I, to me, I enjoyed rooting against them because I really wanted that Dodgers chip so badly. I really wanted to see that see yeah, Kershaw I, I did. get it so badly. And Cody Bellinger to me has got the sweetest swing since Ken Griffey Jr. As far as I'm concerned, um, I've always kind of loved the the underdog mentality of like Jock Peterson. I think that's just he's. He's awesome, and they have kind of a lot of gritty guys on that Dodgers team. They're gritty young guys that had one thing on their mind, winning a championship, and they did. And then this uh, Randy Rosarina comes out of nowhere, and doing the opposite of what I just said a few minutes ago, literally carrying a Tampa Bay team on his back. They had no business being in the playoffs or getting as far as they did, getting to a World Series, and the kid just didn't stop performing. And to me, I'm like, this guy's got to go away. He's got to <laughs> slow down at some point. Or just, this isn't right. There's, he has He's no guy business being this on all good right cylinders. Now. You're like, throw somebody out there to stop him. Seriously. And like, he still just keeps beating you. Yeah, exactly. And I love that. Every single time, like, he'd be three batters away and... I'd be thinking to myself, oh, he's three batters. You don't, away. you don't want to get to him in this inning. Come you know? on, yeah, get a get out of the inning already. Come on, let's finish it off. And you know, I feel like there's a lot of luck there. And I mean, going back to that World Series, if they hadn't pulled Blake Snell, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'd be talking a little we'd bit. We'd probably be talking about what a World Series hero Randy Arozarena is, I, right, it, dude? If they, yeah, if they don't pull Blake Snell and they win, Blake, Blake Snell, Blake, Blake Snell. Snell. And they win. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking a whole different ballgame. I mean, then the story is Randy Rosarina carrying them through this. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and what does that do for Randy Rosarina? Like the legend of him, you know, like mm-hmm. instant fame, you know, more, more, I guess, more so than, than he currently has. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to baseball. We, we It's three months away, but. Right now, it's it's nice because we're in like a sweet spot of sports. We got the beginning of playoff football. Monday, you got uh, well tomorrow. Well, that's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. You got college football, yep. the national championship, Bama versus who? Real quick, I don't want to get very deep into it. Who who do you got? Alabama. And is that who you're hoping wins, or is that just who you got? No, I just think that's who's gonna. I yeah, I just think Nick Saban is. Is a genius, and he he'll find a way to win with with a, a pee wee football team. You know, <laughs> he's just so good. He's so smart, and uh, you know, li- uh, things could change. It's it's a game like this. It's not even a matter of who you want to win. You just kind of want to enjoy the game and watch it and whatever. You're not there's. I hardly root for anybody in college football. Yes. Well, yeah, I know you don't. But you, yeah, I know I you're, do, you're... But my team's not different. relevant, so... So who do you have? I I honestly, I think it's going to be Ohio State that wins. Okay. I don't... 
I don't want to see Ohio State win, but I think it's going to be them. I think it's going to be Ohio State that wins. Justin Fields will be quarterbacking your national championship team, and he'll go out for the draft, and I think he's going to be taken higher than Trevor Lawrence. I didn't really want to get this far into college football. Um, but then I <laughs> well, think he'll be a flop like every other Ohio State quarterback. So, anyways, moving oh, on. It's moving not on. fair. I always give you it's crap. It's not fair. It's not fair. No, no, no. It's, it's not fair that I always give you crap about, like, oh, we're talking about college football again. And I'm, trying, I'm trying to get past it. You I'm know, not as I'm, knowledgeable about it. But well, it's fine. What's cool is that right around the corner after we get past pro football, and this is, to me, this is one of the most exciting times of the year. You got six game, six NFL football games on this weekend. Yep. How cool is that? It's, they're all playoff games. They all mean something. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, NFL football means something again during the season, and I it's just it's great. It picks up. It carries right into hockey, obviously. It's coming back. Basketball. Back. I'm excited about hockey. And, and before you know it, you're going to have opening day. Right. I mean. And you know what, Wataki? I, exactly. So then that'll parlay into college basketball and then oh, opening yeah. opening March day. Madness. So My boys, Michigan, tearing it up. Right. Now, I have, I have a new goal this year. I'm going to really push myself to follow college basketball. We'll see how well this this turns out. I might just pick like a small like a small small market team like Gonzaga or Temple, and just be like, "All right, this is why I'm following them. I'm gonna I... check their scores every day, see how they do, you know." But that Michigan basketball team's looking they're looking, looking pretty tight. They, yeah, they're looking they look really good. tough. It looks like, I mean, they just blew the doors off of Minnesota. And Minnesota, and Minnesota. I know you and, have a hat Northwestern. Of you have a hat of theirs, don't yeah, you? Yeah, Minnesota, the University of Minnesota hat. But it's two top twenty-five teams that they just blew the doors off of by like well over twenty points. That's true. Like within a week. I mean, they look like they could challenge Iowa for a Big Ten championship. Yeah, they, they could. They could. They could. It's Jawan's got them rolling. So we'll I see what happens. I'll tell you, I got a special place in my heart for for Final Four like that Final Four tournament, because it's usually about, it's March, March Madness, and mm-hmm. my birthday is in March, and oh, yeah. it's just things are heating up. The snow is melting. Uh, it starts getting nicer in Michigan, and just, but yeah, know. And then, like, baseball is coming around, yeah, and, then, and, like, the spring feeling. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. If you live, like, in the South, like, if you grew up, in the south and you live in the south like you don't get that feeling of when right. spring comes around because it's been like three months like <laughs> i mean i haven't seen the, the sun gray. yeah i haven't right. seen the sun in weeks you know what i mean so then for like it to start getting warm out and like the march madness and it's just that feel man you see the sun you see a little There's, bit of, like patches of a blue sky it's the feeling just, of hope i think yes yeah, yes exactly because there's nothing better i you know there's a lot of great places in the United States, but there's nothing better than summertime in Michigan. There is. Summertime in the state of Michigan, forget it. There's no place I'd rather be. You, we're surrounded by water. We got lakes everywhere. You, you can drive an fishing, hour in any direction and get to a beach. Fishing, boating, sports ball everywhere. Tigers on the... Oh, dude. Going Ugh. up north. Yeah. Beaches in Mackinac. Tigers on the radio. Yeah. Case of Founders. Oh, Everything. Freaking love it. Everything. There, all the wineries up north. And yeah, Mackinac Island. There's so much to do at Mackinac Island. That's what I mean. It's just, 
Anyways, wait, I digress from the baseball. We're dreaming. It's still like yeah. two months away. Still, we're just we're <laughs> just trying to get through this depressing period. Yeah, you, you know, it's great to live in Michigan. You just got to get through three months of just depression. Yeah, just like oh, there's a solid, you know, six to eight weeks of of gray, rainy, cold, snowy, nothing, cold nothingness, suicidal. You yeah. know. I'm, I'm building that. I'm building that ice skating rink next year in the side lot. That I'm would doing be something to, to look help, forward to. Help to. me try to get through it. Set up a net there yeah. for Kineth and stuff. Oh, his own hockey rink. He would love that. Go wet himself. I think he'd yeah. love that. That'd be really cool. We got to get him on a hockey stick and some pads and stuff. He'll he'll yeah. go crazy. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. He loves it. Yeah, he loves watching it. So to be yeah. able to have like your own rink in your yard. That's you know. Speaking of like, we there hasn't been a whole lot of. Um, talk about New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. But I think if I were to have a New Year's resolution, that'll be it. Watch more hockey and watch more college basketball in both both women's and men's college basketball. Watch Fair more enough. more hockey and college basketball. Wataki, hold me to it. I'm gonna. I will. I'm gonna keep it. Keep up with it and just really try to follow it. And what is Vanderbilt doing this week? Well, What's shout- Gonzaga doing, and you know where where the hell is Temple at? Where, where is, is that located? Where is Temple? Where what state is? Where that? is Temple? You know, is Indianapolis even a real city? You know what I'm saying? They Wataki, found they right? found that the lost city of Indianapolis. I think so. Oh, okay. I think so. I don't know. It was like underwater or something. I think right. Oh yeah. No, they pumped, they pumped it out. <laughs> I think that's all we have for this week. But that's all I got, Hoffman. Right? Okay. Well, I'd, re- I, I'd be remiss if we didn't take a second to mention the passing of Tommy Lasorda. Oh, yes. Yep. We have yep. a Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers affiliate here in town, minor league, and he's been here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to meet with him and stuff when he was here when they first put the loons in. I got to meet him. installed the loons yep. or however you want to say that exactly. here in Midland. Um, I gave him some advice on baseball. You know, yeah, you you helped him, you know, to to kind of direct the Dodgers to this last World Series. So he really thanked me. He's got a special place in our hearts. (laughs) I obviously I'm kidding, but yeah, I I got to meet him. I thought that was pretty cool. He really didn't say much to me. Everybody's got a Tommy Lasorda story here in town. Everybody in town, everybody's got a Tommy Lasorda. Well, pretty much the guy at uh, even at Diamond Gyms downtown has got a Tommy Lasorda story. Come in. After one of the games, and, yes, and you everybody struck up a conversation with him, and now he's selling this wine and stuff in the and at the bar there. Next time we have Jason Wirtz on, you know, if he's kind enough to to tell us, he's kind enough. Well, Jason has probably been Jason's around him a lot. Got, yeah, he, you know, he was a a grounds crew member and like clubhouse manager, so he's got a few Tommy Lasorda stories, um, and. Uh, Tommy is very like boisterous and he's very charismatic. Yeah, and it's just, to me it's just it's strange because everybody I've ever talked to that's ever met him or gotten an autograph seems to have a legit funny Tommy Lasorda story, and I'm the only one that doesn't because when I met him, it was literally I I got a great picture out of it and got an autograph out of it, but I walked down. And I did all the talking. I said hello, asked him for an autograph, got a picture. He didn't say a word. 
which is he's completely probably get- unlikely and com- which is like completely uncharacteristic of the man. But that's what happened with me. He didn't say anything. He's to me. probably like, get this dude with the homeless Super Bowl boards. <laughs> Come out, on, out, out of my face. Security. Where, where only, are they at? I only wanted him to buy like a hundred dollars worth of 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 squares. Squares. You know, on my in the springtime. In the springtime, yeah, for next year. For you next don't even know who's Super there. Board. Doesn't. But that's the beautiful thing about homeless exactly. homeless Super Bowl squares. You you can sell you them all year round. Yeah, it doesn't matter who's in the Super Bowl. You can sell them all year round, Wataki. That's the great thing about homeless Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what? You're downgrading my. Am this I? Is, is that is, what I did? This is the Small Market Podcast Super Bowl board of justice times three because there's a three dollar board, a five dollar board, and a this many board homeless edition. That's right. All right, I'm God, cut, I'm cutting so... it here, Hoffman. Um, one more time, I just want to thank Heather and Holly for being uh, yep. a sponsor and supporter. I feel like we never thank them enough. Thank you to Heather and Holly for always helping us out. For always helping us out, and you know, just because the the prime holiday season is over, Wataki, there's still guess what's coming up. In February, Did Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. So go to Heather and Holly, and I'm sure they have some gifts and all kinds of cool things for your significant other, your, whoever that may be. Right. You know. So yeah, go to Heather and Holly downtown Midland on Main Street, two twenty eight downtown Midland. Yes, East is it East Main Street? Sure. It's it's, it's downtown Midland. It's like downtown if you Midland. get lost on Main Street, There's, like what are you doing? Down, if you've ever been to downtown Midland, it's pretty flush with. There's a lot of businesses. This is quite a street. Like it'll take you at least twenty minutes to walk up and down that street. For the first twenty years of my life, I was pretty sure it was just Pizza Sam's. <laughs> like that's all that was there. And Heather and Holly. And of Heather, course. well, and Heather and Holly, of course. Yeah. So, two twenty eight East Main Street, Heather and Holly. Go check them out. Uh, check out uh, not my base or have you seen my baseball.com with art yes. by Anthony check him out too he's got a lot of really cool stuff there we're gonna post those links on yeah uh, on the Facebook page and Instagram thanks again for tuning in we'll catch you next week sports roll you've been listening to the small market podcast Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, send us a message at smallmarketpodcast at gmail.com, or get more behind-the-scenes writings from Hoffman at smallmarketpodcast-blogspot.com. Music for the Small Market Podcast has been provided by the 8-Arm Killer.